Mino Line Media presents Business of the Beat. Hi, I'm Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and I am a founder, brand builder, entrepreneur, and believe in the mantra Carpe Diem. I created this podcast, Business of the Beat, through my own experience as a beauty executive to talk about, tell stories, and highlight the business of beauty through conversations with beauty and wellness entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beat. We are born in this world alone. We die alone, but we, we cannot exist without each other. We are so codependent. And so I think it's really important that we think about who is around us and how we support each other, how we show up for each other, and who we are in the community as well. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. Today's guest is Tanya Lewis Lee, producer, film director, writer, women's health advocate, and founder of the wellness company Movita Organics. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. All right, everyone. As a producer, film director, writer, entrepreneur, and women's health advocate, Tonya Lewis-Lee has worked to deliver meaningful content that resonates with marginalized communities for over 20 years. Her work often explores the personal impact of social justice issues, health, and wellness. Most recently, Lee co-directed and co-produced the documentary Aftershock, now streaming on Hulu, which examines the Black and Brown maternal mortality crisis in America. Her work as a spokesperson for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and as a film producer to address the maternal and infant mortality crisis led Tonya to embark on her journey as an entrepreneur. She created Movita Organics, a premium vitamin supplement brand, to continue the conversation with women about assessing healthy outcomes and provide them with a high-quality resource to aid their well-being and overall vitality. Lee has been featured in notable outlets, including ABC's Nightline, CBS Mornings, New York Magazine's The Cut, Essence Vogue, and so many more. She is the mother of two adult children and lives in New York City with her husband, Spike Lee. Tonya, welcome to Business of the Beat. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Kendra. So excited to start the new year with this conversation with you. So let's jump right in. And I want to start with what is one word you would use to describe the start of 2023? Well, you started it with the word empowerment. So I would say empowerment, power is the word I would use for the start of 2023. Oh my goodness. I love that. And I think with so many things that are happening in the world, us being able to really stand in our own power and understand what that means and define it for ourselves and then look to others around us and help everyone really kind of find and stand in their power because it's it's a hard thing to understand. I think so. And I think as Black women, you know, I certainly feel at my age, I am just really beginning to understand my power and to not give it away, uh, to really stand in my power, use my power in, in a way that works for me and for those around me, my friends, my family, my community, uh, and really guard that power and wield it really well. 
And I think that it's it's interesting. Um, I was talking to a friend and we were all, you know, everyone's working on their affirmations for 2023. And as women, as moms, as wives, um, but also in business, how do we show up? And I think in particular as black women, you know, we're coming into this new season of black women, um, black America. What does it look like? We're hearing that, you know, funding may be depleting, but then on the other side, we have a fund we're raising and we're seeing that now is such a great time for black women and particularly black women in business. And so I want to I want to go and jump in on, on many things. But when you think about where you're heading as a black woman in business and we'll go deeper into into Movita and the company. What are you most excited about or what are you looking forward to? What do you see on the horizon for us? You know, I just see expansion and growth. I, I mean, I think if if anyone's really paying attention to what's happening out here, you know, the old saying is if you want to get something done, you you give you put a black woman in the place to get it done. And and like you see that time and time again, just like the clerk right now in Congress is a black woman, the head clerk. And there's there, there's another black woman. So there are two black women right now who are, are, are actually running the dysfunctional Congress. Congress and amazing, right? Um, so I think if if anyone is really paying attention to who gets things done in a really great way, I think they will see that Black women, time and time again, show up are incredibly um, just skilled and thoughtful and and amazingly functional under so many different types of stress, uh, so many different kinds of obstacles that come our way. And I think it's I think it's a really exciting time uh, for us as black women. I think it always has been. Uh, I just think that sometimes the industries need to really pay attention and catch up and really understand who we are and how we do show up. Exactly. It's like now now is the time. <laughs> and there's so many instances and you and you can't deny it. It's, it's interesting. I'm in conversations with people and we really focus on black founders and the question is, you know, do you think that there's longevity here? Do you think that there's sustainability? And it's like, not only do we have the historical evidence, but we also have the data in terms exactly. of black women out influencing, outperforming, outpacing. They always say, if you want to launch a brand and have success, make sure it gets in the hands of black women. <laughs> time and time and time again. And it's like, and, and it does feel that at every which way there's this, they, they kind of want to deny it or roadblock it or, and yet we keep coming. So at a point, I think uh, various industries are just going to have to wake up and, and realize that uh, there is profit to be had when a black woman is at the helm. Exactly. And and I want to talk about that. Let, let's start with this rapid fire segment, because as you're speaking, I'm like, Tanya, tell us everything. Tanya, <laughs> tell us everything. So we're going to do this rapid fire. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to give you a statement and you fill in the blanks. And your rapid fire is called Tanya Tells. All right. So here we go. Okay. As her best piece of entrepreneurial advice, Tanya tells other founders blank? I would say I would tell other founders as my best piece of advice um, to be in it for the long haul and and 
and understand that being an entrepreneur is is tough. It's highs and lows. And when the highs are high and it feels so good, you know there's going to be a low and you just have to keep working through it. Never give up. I, you know, there's this, I, I think if there's a saying or this thought that just at that moment when you're about to give up is the moment when it really is going to happen, you know, and yet and still you also do need to know when to cut your losses, but hang in there, you know, being an entrepreneur is being a problem solver. And so you just need to show up and solve to the problem every day. Oh my goodness. It's, um, it's interesting. I, I talk to people and, and it's exactly what you said. The highs are super high and the lows can be really low. And the crazy thing is it can happen in a matter of a few hours. You're like, wait Minutes. a minute. Can I- <laughs> yes. Minutes. Um- <laughs> You're like, can I stay in this second? Can I can I just have this for just a little bit? But when you can stay in it and when you can be resilient and you can solve problems, that that's really that's really what it's about. Okay. Tonya tells blank stories that motivate her audiences to blank. So Tonya tells blank stories that motivate her audiences to blank. Tonya tells inspirational important, culturally relevant stories to inspire people to action, to make the world a bit better than when they got here. I, I love that. And I, it's interesting because um, making the world better, inspiring people, I always say to the team, and we, you know, we both have teams of people, I'm always like, we may not be together in this capacity forever, but if you're inspired to be better than who you were before you came into the company, I'm happy. Like as long as you learn something, you can take something. Um, that's what it really is about. And you get to right. do that through stories and books. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Love it. And the last one is if we asked Tonya's friends and family, they would tell us that her best trait is blank. Uh, I think they would say, they might say that my best trait is my positivity. I I tend to be um, a perpetual optimist. I I really do uh, try to always look for the, the positive, you know, in everything, in any situation, in any situation, even out of tragedy comes something positive. Uh, and so I, I think that's what they would say. Oh, I love that. I, I think there's really no other way to be. You know, I, I always try and approach things from that positive place because there's so much hardness. I like how we were talking about soft life. And I, I'm like, how can we show up in a positive place? And of course, there's going to be moments where it's hard, <laughs> but if so, we can approach that and if people around us feel that, then it's, I think it's the best. So positivity. Positivity. And it doesn't mean Pollyanna. I mean, to <laughs> your point, like, it's not like I'm like, I don't get that there are things that are hard and things people suffer and we go through things. But I also think sometimes that's our pathway towards something else. That's this pathway towards growth. So yeah, positivity. Well, and my um, my grandmother passed away last year, and it was, Sorry. to your point about tragedy, thank you. It was really, 
you know, it's hard because people are like, well, she was 90. And you're like, yeah, but we're still sad. That was just more life that we had with her. And I love how you talk about positivity and everything, even tragedy, because as sad as it was for all of us and my mom and her six brothers and sisters, we were all together and we hadn't all been together in so long. And so the positive energy of just like love and connectivity and family and all of the babies together. Um, you know, so it was just an example I thought of when you said that. Totally, totally, totally. Love that. Let's talk about this notion of inspiring audiences to drive impact and to take action. So we're going to talk about a few things. What I love about your books and your films and your producing and the brand is that it really is connected on wellness and health and supporting each other and family. And so congratulations on Thank Aftershock. You. I know that Thank you talked you so a much. lot about it. Um, and it's so interesting because through all of the Critics' Choice Awards and Sundance and, and everything that you've done, there were really some phenomenal takeaways in terms of maternal mortality and the infant mortality crisis. And so I would be remiss if we didn't talk about that as it relates to why you did that, why it's important to you and kind of how that inspired you with everything you're doing in wellness in general. Yeah, well, when you're talking about maternal health uh, or infant health, um, you're talking about women's health. And, you know, the infant mortality, maternal mortality markers in this nation or anywhere mark the health of a nation. So when women aren't healthy and well, nobody is doing healthy and well. And way back in 2007, I was part of an infant mortality awareness raising campaign here in the United States. And at the time, I, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services reached out to me uh, because of my children's books and asked me to be a part of that campaign. And I didn't know that the United States had an infant mortality uh, issue and uh, found myself immersed in a world of women's health. Uh, and that's when I discovered, really began to understand some of the complexities of why uh, women and especially black women in the United States were not doing as well as they should be doing in terms of our overall health and wellness. Uh, and so really just wanted to learn initially and then wanted to do something about it. Uh, we started back then a program called our Preconception Peer Educators Program, where we asked college kids to get information about health and wellness and talk to their peers on their college campus and in the communities around them about how to make healthy lifestyle choices for themselves, for their future, how they could advocate in their communities to make their communities provide options for them to be able to access healthy lifestyle choices and options. And I too wanted to create in a broader way, sort of that peer-to-peer -peer conversation as well. And so, because I know how hard it is. I mean, I've had my own journey in health and wellness as everybody does, right? Where for me, it was as a young person, um, you know, being overweight and being, you know, going to the doctor for weekly weigh-ins and learning about diet and nutrition and going up and down in my weight forever, having allergies, um, understanding that ultimately that dairy was not good. It just it, it exacerbated my allergies, right? So I had my own journey. And then I wanted to share that 
in a way with other women so that we could all talk because in order to be healthy and well, I do think that we really need each other. We need to be in conversation with each other. We need to share with each other what we're doing. We need to inspire each other. And so, um, you know, I just, I really want to in my, in film, in television, in my books, in my entrepreneurial, Movita as a as a vitamin brand is also a story about and a lifestyle about health and wellness. And so, because I know how hard it is to access, even with all of the resources that you could possibly have at your fingertips, um, I just want to continue to be in conversation uh, about how I'm doing it and how we're all doing it. And everything is so interconnected. And as you're talking, I, I love the quote where you said, I created Movina with Black women in mind. When we take care of ourselves, everyone around us thrives. And I think that that's such a connected tissue, even to the beginning of our conversation about Black women and all that we are accomplishing and what we're leading. And so as, as, I, as I listen to you, there's so much power in knowledge and understanding, even as moms, to your point, we didn't know about the infant mortality rates. We didn't know that these things were happening right here. And so being able to educate about, it is, it is a crisis, being able to educate about that and then think about how do we create moments of conversation and opportunity? And that's really what I feel like you're doing, what you've always done, but then thinking about Movita is more of a platform and a lifestyle. I mean, that's that's the key. I mean, I am very proud of our vitamin products. I think they're really good. But I'm going to be the first person that will tell you that no one pill is going to do it. It's just not. It has to be a part of an overall lifestyle. And my hope with Movita, it's a tool, right? Like you can take it on an empty stomach. So you make one good choice first thing in the morning, taking your, your good vitamin supplement that hopefully helps you make better choices throughout the day, right? Um, and I think and I think that's really key. And I think what you just said, too, about as Black women, you know, we traditionally have just given so much for everyone else all the time that we typically take care of ourselves last. And, and I'm really a believer that we need to take care of ourselves first and foremost so that we can take care of everybody else. And I know, again, this is not an easy thing. It's easy to say, but it's not an easy thing to do, which is why we need community with each other so that we're supporting each other as we're doing that. Well, and and it is, it's, it's always, <clears throat> there's been an interesting conversation for me around self-care and self-actualization. Mm -hmm. And I've been really focused on being self-aware about what I need because we can try and to your point, self-care, self-care, self-care. But when we can really take a second and understand what we need and be in tuned and say, I need to stop. I'm not putting myself first. And sometimes I think we can put self-care as a thing on our to-do list, or I need to go have a spa day, but I can't do that until Sunday. And it's how do we make sure that we're taking care of ourselves first? I mean, I'm still recovering from this head cold and I could tell I was going and going and going. And I was like, oh, goodness, um, this is going to be this is going to be um, the end. And I think that the more that we can be in community, you know, and, and we talked about this a little bit before, one of the pillars of which I believe we have to 
um, kind of grow and learn together is around community. I call my oh, company gosh. Brain Trust because I believe smart people coming together to solve problems is the only way to be. And I think you can only do that in community. And so when you think about there's the, the product itself, right, that, it, that powers, that gives us something that, that's tangible. But more than that, it's the community that you're building of women. And you've been doing it for so long. How do you encourage the women in your network? And also, how do we talk to the college students, which you mentioned, about building and finding that community and leaning on kind of their own tribe? Yeah, I mean, community is everything and having your tribe is so important. I mean, you know, we've seen the, the studies say as you age, you know, just making sure you've got people around you that you're talking to helps you stay healthy and well um, long into your old age and being thoughtful about those people around you and and being thoughtful about who you are as part of a community. Right. I mean, one of the things um, that I have heard anecdotally when people try to say make lifestyle a lifestyle change, you know, okay, I am now I'm gonna I'm not gonna eat certain things. I'm gonna give up dessert and carbs for a while so I can get it together. You go to dinner with a friend and they say, oh, you're not eating that. Oh, what you think you're too good? Like reminding yourself to turn not be that person. Because if your friend is trying to do something positive for themselves, be the cheerleader for them, you know, show up for them uh, and, and, and let them know that you're trying to be supportive of what they're doing. Don't, don't feel that it's a reflection about you. Do you and let them do and let them do you. But I think, I think it is important that, that as young people, you start thinking about who you have around you, who's really supporting you. Be very selective about your community. Um, you know, there's that saying that you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to, you want everyone else around you to be smarter than you. I think there's truly something to that because you want to keep growing. My mother always says, you know, um, no one stands still. Either you're moving forward or you're moving backwards and you want to be moving forward. And the people around you have a lot to do with that. Um, we, we are born in this world alone. We die alone, but we, we cannot exist without each other. We are so codependent. And so I think it's really important that we think about who is around us and how we support each other, how we show up for each other and who we are in the community as well. Oh, everything that you're saying, it's just I'm, I'm getting chills because it really is true. I, I don't believe that that we as humans were meant to be here alone to try and accomplish things or do things like not only is it not fun, but it's just not practical. And I no. think um, no. as founders, it shows up so differently because as founders, it's like, it's our vision, it's our passion. And sometimes we're like, I'll just do this. I'll just do that. I want to do that. I want to have my hand in that. And the reality is that it really is the team that inspires what we're doing and actually brings it to life. And so talk about this journey for you. I mean, film producer, I just, I love it. And, and now being, you know, you've been an entrepreneur for a long time, but talk about that journey and what it's been like for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, team is everything, uh, as you say that. So, you know, it has been uh, a long journey. And I will say, like, when you're making films, they're, they're like little, they're little businesses of their own, right? And you are like, you know, you know, you're hiring teams to help 
to help you work through it. Um, and so that's been fun. I started off in production doing a small little interstitials like public service announcements for Nickelodeon. I, I'm a lawyer by trade. I practiced law for a couple of years. I had a friend who was working at Nickelodeon. I, I was relatively newly married and had a baby. And I was like, you know, I really think I want to get into producing. And this friend said, well, why don't you come in for an exploratory interview? I did that and they offered me these small little PSAs. Um, and so that's how I began to learn how to actually produce. Um, and then that went, it went from those to bigger, to bigger and bigger. Uh, I wrote my children's books, which is how I got into, really got into women's health because of the um, infant mortality raising campaign that I mentioned earlier. And really wanted to create, as I said, I wanted to create a way that I could have a peer-to-peer conversation, if you will, with women around health and wellness. I started a blog having no idea what I was doing, financing <laughs> it myself, it, you know, uh, and and it started off okay. Like we, we, we put images of women in healthy lifestyle activities, which doesn't sound like a big deal now, but back then you weren't really seeing it that much. Uh, we were writing articles about health and wellness and really just trying to be cheerleaders for women and in conversation. And as I decided, I was like, this has to turn into a business. Otherwise, I can't keep doing it. Uh, and we started going out looking for financing. I met someone who was at the time a CEO of another vitamin company. And he said he was and I had just started taking a really good vitamin supplement that was making me feel great. And um he loved what we were doing with the blog and then gave me an incredible education on vitamin supplements. And what I discovered, just like with anything else, there are really great products on the market and not so great products on the market. Exactly. And you have to find the good products uh, in order for you to really get your bang for your buck. And so he was thinking about coming out with an organic vitamin supplement uh, in the United States. Uh, I was really excited because this vitamin was working for me and it would be a way for me to continue the conversation. And we decided to partner together uh, to create Movita. And I will say it has been an incredible journey. I have learned so much uh, about so many things, um, just about how you really build a business about, I mean, and, and our business is complex. There are a lot of different kinds of things uh, that go into making sure that our products are good and that they are of the quality. We're third party tested, we test, test, test. Um, I wanted to create something that was not your typical vitamin, like it, 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 meaning even your experience with it. Like we wanted to create the packaging so that when you experience the packaging, it's beautiful. It's kind of you want to engage with it. Um, and, um, you know, it's just it has been an incredible journey that uh, and every day I just look to grow and build the brand. I'm really excited about where we are right now. And it takes time. I mean, it, it, that's the other thing, too. You know, people 10 years. It, what is it? Uh, an oversight, an overnight success is at least 10 years in the making. Right. Um, and, you know, they like I said earlier, there are good days and bad days, but it has been an amazing journey. I, I love hearing from people who use the products, who really like the products. Uh, and that makes me feel so good uh, when people are like, oh, my God, I love this. It makes me feel awesome. And if there's a problem, I want to hear about it, too. If it's not working for you or if, if the packaging didn't work or whatever, I am. 
I just like to learn uh, from from my my customers and my clients about what's important to them out there and um, try to keep up with them. And we're going to continue to try to grow the brand uh, based on what people are looking for that that works within our wheelhouse. You know, there's so many pieces to this. And I love how you even talk about being a lawyer and then transitioning into interstitials on Nickelodeon and saying that I'm going to learn. And from there, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think that that's really, that's the fun part of, of what we do, getting able to learn. And I also think that, you know, this notion of time, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that I talk to that see things on Instagram or, you know, in the news. And they're like, oh my gosh, I launched this brand last year. Why am I not doing this and that? And it does take time. And even what we see in the now, we're forgetting about everything that happened in the past, all the ideas, all the work and maneuvering to kind of get there. And so I love how you kind of talk about an overnight success and everything else that you're doing. And when you think about kind of this this journey that you've been on, what have been some of those lessons, especially for so many of our entrepreneurs who are just now starting out and they're looking to you and they're looking to the brand and saying, Tonya, tell us, tell us what's a big lesson that we should be prepared to learn? Um, well, I do think, I do think the time piece is, I mean, I think for me, one of the biggest challenges has been, you know, figuring out how to break, how, how to really break through. Because for me, the first thing had, that had to happen was the product had to be right. So we took a couple of years to, to really get our, before we came out with anything, to get the formulations done. That's just like, that's just the basic, right? That had to be right before I even came out. Uh, so I think, you know, I would say just make sure you're, you're as excellent as you can be. I, I'm a believer in that. Um, in all the work that I do from my storytelling to my products, I strive for for excellence in the in the best way possible, um, and so I think that that's number one. And I think patience is really important uh, to what you were just saying. You know, you hear these stories about people who build a business to a hundred million dollar success in five three years, and they're out. And I think those are often the exception. Those are the exception. In order to really get anywhere, it, it does take time to build and you're going to make mistakes and they're going to be lessons learned um, and you're going to have to do it your way. You're going to have to run your race. You can't look at what other people are doing and measure yourself against that. I find often like I have to put my blinders on uh, and do me and be who I am. Um, I'm a storyteller and I'm an entrepreneur, which is complicated in a way because I love storytelling. I love producing. I will always be doing that. But I'm also, I'm also the head of a brand, a, a <laughs> brand that we're really trying to build and escalate, right? And so for some people also that they can't figure out how do you do, how do you do that? How does that work? But I just made Aftershock, right? Aftershock is about women's health and wellness. Movita is a, is a brand about women's health and wellness. So it's all under the same umbrella. You know, my children's books are about family, about women, about families. This is all, it's all part of the same thing. Uh, it's just figuring out how you attack it in different, in different ways. Um, and you have to run your race and be who you are. Uh, I'm, I'm smiling and smiling and smiling because 
there's so many pieces that I think speak to all of us. And I love the correlation between producing and the films and the subject matter of wellness and family. And I often say, you know, as women, it's like, you're doing this and you're doing that and you're doing that. And I'm like, well, look at this man over here who's supposed to be the CEO of three publicly traded companies. And it's the pillars of which we exist. And I get excited when you talk about it because I'm always saying for me, yes, I have brain trust agency. I have brain trust founder studio. I have Brain Trust Funds, I have a BD United nonprofit. And when you look at what we're doing, we're supporting mm -hmm. founders. We're about community, mentorship, education, and capital. Everything that I do exists in that lens and supporting other people. And if we look at how other people are approaching it, someone else has a vitamin brand, someone else has a studio, then we miss the special uniqueness of what we bring and what our team brings and that there's enough for everybody. There really is. It is. And it goes back to what you were talking about, the whole the whole self-care thing, too, in a way. Know thyself. And when you know yourself and your core values, what 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 your core values are, what you're passionate about, and, and then everything comes from that place, then I think you you're working from a solid foundation and you can do it in many different kinds of ways, whether it's a vitamin company or a documentary film or a book or whatever, then you're operating from the, that good place. Well, and, and let's talk about this because um, I think it's really interesting in terms of where you're coming from, how you operate, how you show up and, and whatever you're doing. And we get a lot of questions about balance. <laughs> and I think it's interesting because as we all know, there is no balance on any given day. You're giving more to your children, to your husband, to your job, to your this, to your that, to your friends. And you are, while everything is connected under what you believe and what you're passionate about, there's still a lot of pieces that you have at play and that you're producing and developing, even the expanding the brand. And so when you think about this notion of balance, and I know it's funny, um, that what is balance? What is balance in the scheme of wellness and being a woman? <laughs> you know, I think I, that that is such a great classic question. And I'll tell you, for me, uh, balance has been, you know, you can't do everything all the time. Uh, you can't do everything all at once. Um, you know, when my children were young, I continued to work, but I, I worked, I would say for me on a, on a simmer, my husband, thankfully, you know, had a, had a huge career busy. Uh, and so he had, he was out there. Someone had to be home, had to be the rock, had to be focused. So I took that time and this is this is my choice. I took that time to keep and I was able to do that, keep things on simmer. I kept working, but my focus was my children with the idea that by the time they graduated from high school, pretty much I would be ready to push the gas for myself and pick up. Right. And that that's essentially what has happened. Um, and I think sometimes they're like, oh, my God, she's always so busy now. Yes, she is. I, I, I am. I, I gave it to you when you were young and now it's my time. Um, and even now, I mean, again, I happen to be fortunate that I'm in a relationship with somebody who is a workaholic and totally passionate about what they're doing. So, you know, for us, 
I don't know that there truly is a balance. I love I love what I do. I love to work, but I also I also love to read. So I do find the time to read in the evenings and and do things like that. My husband and I, like you know, we're both running and gunning and going. And it'll be like, are you going to be home tonight? Are you going to be home tonight? Great, let's do dinner. Okay, I'll see you then. You know, uh, and you go go do what you're doing. I cheer you on uh, because we love what we do. So, but I will say at the same time, I do carve out time to work out. Uh, to exercise. I'm trying to get better about cooking on the regular. Um, you know, that, that remains <laughs> a challenge, but I'm working on it. Um, but I think balance really is about, again, it's so personal and you have to figure out what is happening with you right now. What's the priority? What can you put further down on the list? Um, and, and then get eventually get to get to bring it up on the list. You know, it, it shifts and changes, moves around. Life is stages and phases. Um, and if we're lucky to live long enough, um, you know, we have the opportunity to maybe find balance over the years of our life, but not necessarily in the moments. Do you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. And, and it's the intentionality <laughs> of which you've spoken about it. It's like, this is the time I was going to do this. And now I've been very intentional about now I'm going to do this. Antonio, what are your non-negotiables? We talk about claiming your non-negotiables. What are yours? My non-negotiables. Um, <laughs> well, I think one, <laughs> uh, I just laugh because like my bedroom has to be like serene. Like I, I like it calm. I don't like a lot of, it cannot be junked up. I just laugh because like, this is a thing with me and my husband. Like I can't have a bunch of junk in my bedroom because I like to wake up to a serene space because that's how I start my day. Um, so that's really important to me. Um, when I'm healthy right now, I have a little IT band issue. So I'm not able to work out in the way that I really like to, but like, I like to work out five days a week, at least a half hour or something. Like that's really key to me. Um, you know, eating, eating good food is, is, is a non-negotiable to me. Um, and, and I'm, I'm fortunate to be in a, in a space where I can eat in a way that, that really works for me. Because again, nutrition is the foundation of everything. If I'm not able to, I, I have this smoothie I make in the morning, which makes my body really happy. <laughs> it just makes my <laughs> cells really happy. When I don't have that smoothie, I'm not really right, you know? And I can't always do it if I travel or whatever. Um, but when I'm home, that's what that is. And and I will also say keeping good people around me uh, is, is, another, is another one. Um, I weed out those that are not adding value to me uh, and keep those that do really close. I, I love that. And, and it's interesting, the serenity piece when we wake up. I always am like, I have to be in the sunshine within the first two hours of waking up. I read it somewhere <laughs> and I did it. And I'm like, it's true. It's true. Yeah. And and even, you know, we've talked a lot about having good people around you. And, and I think that it's so important. And you've mentioned your partner and your husband. And so much of what we do, I think, we talk about community, but having a partner and whatever that looks like in so many forms on this journey, I think is so important. And I really do. I think about my husband and aside from my husband, just being a friend 
And how do we go through life? And how do you have someone who can champion you, who can encourage you? And and it is, it's like, are you home? Are you home? No. Okay. Well, okay. Let's meet here. Let's meet here. I'll meet you there. Um, But having that person and and we spend a lot of time talking about co-founders on the show and it's like it could be a co-founder it could also be a partner it could be a friend somebody who will support you and who will listen give you the advice when you need it but then enable you to kind of be who you are and I think that's so important I agree. And I got to tell you, you know, I have great partners in Movita, uh, a guy named Bob Sires and then uh, another guy named John Passmore. And Bob Sires, um, I, I really appreciate him because as a black woman, often people try to play you like like they don't hear mm-hmm. you. Like and it does. Ha- I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I'll say something and it's like I didn't say it. Uh, or and and keep coming back and Bob, who happens to be a white guy, will say, oh, Bob, yes. say and he's so great. He's like, what is wrong with them? Didn't they hear what you said? And I'm like, thank you, Bob. Thank you. You know, yes. um, I just really, I I have had. It's been a while now that we've been working together, and it's really wonderful to have partners in Movita that are solid, that have your back, that see things. And we don't always agree, but like we can talk it out and see things in a way. Uh, it is, it is, it's a game changer. I couldn't do this business if I didn't have them um, in a way that was, that were really solid uh, and, and had my back as, as I have theirs. Uh, it is. It's, it's, it's interesting. My first um, company I started, I had, a co-founder, and then we brought on another co-founder. And then when I started Brain Trust, I didn't have a co-founder. And now I've brought in a co-founder for the studio and the funds. And I'm so happy I did. It is, it's someone to have your back. It's carrying the weight. It is when your voice may not be heard. My co-founder is also white. And it's an interesting thing that happens when someone else is saying it. Um, And so I just, I'm like, wow. It's a difference. And I think people have to figure it out. To your point, it's like you have to figure out what you need. And if a co-founder, a partner in the business works, but I think having somebody who can carry that, who can yeah. agree to disagree, but you have the respect and mutual you know, agreement that this is our business, we're going to push it to the end and we want to be successful. And that's what keeps relationships together. For sure. And look, collaboration I love collaboration. Collaboration is the name of the game, you know, and, and, and the best collaboration is like when you're brainstorming and you're talking ideas and you got an idea and someone's like, oh yeah. And you said that, and that made me think this. And you're like, right. And then you keep building and building and building on the idea, like having great brains work it out. It's just so much fun. I, nothing is better than that to me. Oh my gosh, Tony, you, I, I have to say it. And that's why I called my company Brain Trust. You, you set me up for that one. <laughs> but it is, that's, that's what I believe. And so um, I know we're getting close to time. One thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of the next, what's next for Movita? You're in CVS now. Well, and we're so in a test. Yes, we're in a test with CVS. Uh, and, and it's been really interesting. They've been really fantastic. And I think we are looking to see what happens in 2023. I hope that we're able to expand our relationship with them. Uh, we're looking to potentially do more retail. Right now we sell on our website and on Amazon, which is great. 
Um, and we're just really looking for growth now that we are sort of, I want to say, on this other side-ish of the pandemic. Um, we're looking forward to more in-person events. I mean, I love that. I mean, that was something that I did before the pandemic, speaking with groups of women about, again, how we access our health and how 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 that how we use how we use each other for for our benefit is really key and important to me so i'd like to see more in-person events just growth and expansion uh, right now we have six incredible products that we're talking about bringing some other products to market uh, and so i'm hoping that 2023 really is an incredible growth year for for movida and thinking about what other stories i can tell that inspire us to think about our health and wellness as well Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see the growth of the brands and the test. And I have to say one thing you mentioned, the packaging and the testing that you did. And I love how you all have the refill pouches. Yeah. They're beautiful, but they're Thank so you. smart. And I was thinking, I was like, this is just genius. Why yeah. I'm always replacing my vitamin bottles. And I was like, wow, this is the full circle moment of wellness, thinking about the environment, thinking about sustainability. Um, so I just, I had to bring that up because I was like, I love that idea. Yeah, good for you. Good for the environment. Yes. Well, we will be rooting for you. Um, we'll be rooting for the team, for the brands. Can't wait to see all of the films. Um, and my last question before I let you go, we are about community here and supporting and uplifting other brands. So as we all go out and get our Movita organic vitamins, is there another brand um, that you would like to support? Shout out that we should all try. Okay, I, I, I should know her name exactly. It's great, I believe it's Grace Lay. Um, her, her, hair, her hair bonnet, her hair turbans uh, and caps, they're satin lined. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Fabulous. Love her. Love her products. Um, I also absolutely love it's like a it's a turmeric uh, blend that you add into your um, gold. Uh, gold. Oh, my God. Yes, love Brittany, gold. Yes. Yes. Love gold. Love gold. <laughs> love gold. Um, so, yeah. So. So, yeah. Uh, love those as well. And um, yeah, I love mented lips, lipstick, lips, lipsticks. They're really great. Um, and I, I must admit, I do like my Fenty, my Fenty lip gloss too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. And I just, I thank you so much for sharing. I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show and to just be on this wellness journey and in community with you. And I will say, Please, baby, please is still my gift <laughs> for all of my new. I literally, one of my friends just had Aww. a baby and they will be getting their please, baby, please. Aww. So, um, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. And Kendra, I'm, I'm like so much respect for what you're doing. It's fantastic. And thank you so much for having me uh, on and being in conversation and community with me. My heart is truly full. And every week I share an influencer I'm checking out. And thanks to Tonya, make sure that you follow at Gold. This company was founded by Tiffany Wolford, and it is a celebration of superfoods. So make sure you follow at Gold, G-O-L-D-E. And as always, I want to leave you with one thing from today's guest, and that is how will you strive for excellence? How will you strive for excellence? And with that, 
Follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. Leave a five-star rating and a review. Until next week. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson. Assistant producer, Jenny Salk. Executive producer, Kendra Bracken-Ferguson. Edited by Fishmar Creative. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast. And on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a Mean Old Line Media production.